1: at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner.
0: These two guys have Minnesota sports flowing in their veins. Mackie and Chuck on Score North and scorenorth.com. Reckless speculation. Oh, yeah. 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 Wait, hold on. Oh, no. Button bar froze. But we got the first one in. There we go. There we go. Reckless speculation Thursday here. On Minnesota Sports with Mackie and Jay. it's a scoop session with our friend Darren Doogie Wolfson from the 5 Eyewitness News Sports Department. Happy Combine Week. We have a lot of juicy Viking stuff to get into, and also some juicy Timberwolves stuff to get into here, Doogie. But uh, how are you this Combine Week? I'm doing well,
2: Phil, so think about it. It's Combine Week. It's Reckless Speculation Thursday. Oh. And think about it. It's February 29th. The last time we had a February 29th. Wow. COVID really wasn't a thing. Like, mind completely blown with all this stuff coming together today.
1: Happy birthday, Eric Kendricks. He finally gets a birthday.
2: Wow. What is and he? Monty Kiffin. Eight he's years like, old now. He's like nine now. And yeah, nine. Good for him.
1: <laughs> nine years old. Eric, happy birthday. Finally get a birthday. That would suck, wouldn't it? Your birthday was no. on, on February. No. Well, yeah, I think it would suck because. Like, as a kid, it's like, we're celebrating on the 28th. It's like but I was born on the 29th. Your parents are like, well, that doesn't happen every year.
2: No, I mean, to me, you get to choose, right? I mean, March you first. have two choices. So to have the choice, huh? plus, like, think about the icebreaker. Like, first date. Oh, I'm talking as a kid. Even, like, in a social setting, you don't need to me. be with you're not listening you know, somebody of the you're opposite saying, sex, same sex day, whatever your date. preference is. To me, it's an unbelievable icebreaker. I was born on February 29th. No, no. As a child, it would I suck. Take it.
0: Wow, I'm you glad we're hitting. Not... Glad we're hitting on A the important thing. Good buddy of mine growing here. up
2: was born on Christmas.
0: That, that would stink. That would stink. That would suck. Yeah. yeah, then people just yeah they just like here's your one mm-hmm. gift. Yeah. But you, mm-hmm. but right. you don't care. I about saw it that. That's fine.
2: So yeah, give me February 29th. Fine.
0: <laughs> so right. okay, I'm I'm gonna throw something at you here, Doogie. It feels to me like the last few weeks, you know, Kirk Cousins' camp. They haven't put pen on paper with the Vikings. They've been eyeing, testing the market. Let's test the market, even as a threat to the Vikings. Hey, we're going to test the market if you don't up your price. There's clearly a gap between the two sides. And so the entire game for the Cousins camp is show the world how great you feel. Go dance on stage. Go put a throwing video out. Don't sign with the Vikings. Let's, let's try and up the price tag here, right? And let's use these other teams that are needing quarterbacks as leverage. Well, now the last couple of days, it's interesting because like the Falcons might be making a move for Justin Fields based on some of the rumblings. Right. Antonio Pierce, the Raiders head coach, came out and said he talked about drafting a quarterback and said, we're done with Band-Aids here. It kind of feels like as Kirk tests the market here and as news comes out of the combine, maybe the market. I guess what I'm saying is I think it's a lot more likely he comes back to the Vikings today than the last time we saw you on Tuesday.
2: All right, so you're saying that there really isn't a market for the clear-cut number one quarterback available? Now, hey, there's conflicting information whether Denver will be in the mix. I mean, Judd, you've tossed out a reunion with perhaps Washington. I have a hard time seeing that. Mm -hmm. But yes, reading between the lines of the Pierce comments, yes, I get it. Does Atlanta complete a trade for Justin Fields? Atlanta is going to do something, right? We know that. But is it Fields? Does that take them off the board? Yes. I mean, you could make a case in this moment, the Vikings have played their hand perfectly. That at this point, okay, there just isn't much steam across the league that the Vikings can get Kirk back at their price point. That they're not exceeding that price point. I don't know what that price point is. But whatever that price point is, that the Vikings can get him back. I still deep down think there's somebody out there, maybe the old mystery team, that when a quarterback with this skill set, I get it, about to turn 36, coming off a major injury, I understand that. But guys this talented at that position don't oftentimes hit the market. There are enough quarterback needy teams. Jed, I'm just telling you, maybe we just haven't heard of a new team that will be in the mix. But I have a hard time believing that the market has, you know, for lack of a better way of putting it, has dried up on Kirk Cousins.
1: So what's interesting to me is this, and I, I guess I would uh, describe this differently on Reckless Speculation Thursday than I would have on Semi-Reckless Speculation Tuesday. This feels now like, and it's, it's very intriguing to watch, and I don't know which way it's going to go, but I now feel like the Cousins camp and the Vikings are playing a hell of a game of chicken. Like the Vikings are like, go out there and look. Go, you know what? Go explore. Go, go tamper. Go do whatever you want to do. Find yeah. out. And the Vikings have a price point. Now, do do I think the Vikings will will, will give a bit? Probably, but this really feels like a, a game of chicken. And so to Phil's point, I think we don't know. I think they don't know. But I but but I think their their stance is we don't think. That you know, nearing the age of thirty-six, coming off an Achilles, and as Phil said, with teams trying to you know, is, is Justin Fields the Falcons guy? Is uh, an Antonio Pierce serious about drafting one? Um, I think Quazy and O'Connell, who I who do want him back, and I think O'Connell really does. I think that's sincere, but I think they're saying you go find out, man. And they're very and they're confident, Dukes, that teams will say we might want you but here's the price and the cousins camp will come back and say really couldn't get what we wanted. Okay. We'll come back. But then there's a whole nother question. What's that contract as far as the term goes? So, so like, let's say, let's say the Vikings win the game of chicken and the cousins camp backs off and says, okay, we'll come back. We didn't really get what, what we expected. That's cool. Kirk likes it here. Julie loves it here. The kids, they love it too, but what's the term? What's the like that becomes the question to to me more so than the financials, right? Because are you now going to go three years? Are you going to go two years? I don't think anyone's going one year. Uh, but you know this is this is why this off is so intriguing. It really is going to define, I think, the Adolfo Mensa and O'Connell regimes, based on a lot of the things I just brought up, and I am simply
2: hypothesizing about what. Might happen. All right. Well, on the terms, this we know, whether it's here or elsewhere, the contract is going to be written as such, where there is an escape route after the first year if Kirk tears his other Achilles, right? Isn't there medical evidence to suggest you are more susceptible Cam to tearing your other Achilles once you tear hmm. an Achilles? That there needs to be some sort of medical protection for these teams. That if something catastrophic happens here in 2024, yet again to Kirk, that whoever it is can escape after the 24 season. But, okay, let's say he gets through 24 healthy. I think you're probably right, Judd, that the Vikings are willing to bend a little bit. That that's already been verbalized, in all likelihood. That they are willing to guarantee something in 2025. I'm curious what exactly is that. And I'll continue to say, I do not foresee any scenario where the Vikings are guaranteeing money in 2026. I just have a hard time. Until I hear otherwise, I have a hard time seeing that. But what exactly are the Vikings willing to guarantee, potentially, in 2025? That is the answer I'm seeking.
0: See, I think the most interesting dynamic here is the two conflicting schools of thought on what the Vikings are trying to do here. The first one is they want to bring Kirk back. Kevin O'Connell was very frontal about that across his entire, uh, you know, media train that he went through yesterday, Pro Football Talk Live and the podium or Tuesday, I guess. They want Kirk back. That is, and I believe Kevin, by the way, and I think Quay. Oh, I believe Kevin. Oh, absolutely, yes. mm -hmm. Kevin wants him back.
2: I have no reason to doubt that whatsoever.
0: But then they're also doing all of this due diligence on the top of the quarterback class from Caleb Williams all the way down to J.J. McCarthy and Michael Penix and Bo Nix. And there's all these rumblings that they tried to make an aggressive move up last year into the top two or three or four. And they might do it again this year. How can those two ideologies exist at the same time here and make sense? How can you bring Kirk back for two years and maybe move up the board to get your quarterback of the future and have it make sense for the franchise? Help me with that.
2: Well, I don't know if I can help you with that. So if Kirk is back, I don't necessarily see a move up. Could see them just staying at 11, taking McCarthy if he's there. You know, maybe a move up a spot or two if necessary. But, like, I don't see a move into the top three. Like, let's say New England, right, at pick three. I have a hard time believing, Phil, that if the Vikings re-sign Kirk, that the Vikings are then moving up into the top three. And hey, yeah, like they tried last year. It wasn't, I don't think Phil as high as the top four. I mean, Anthony Richardson ended up going way higher than they, others anticipated. But yes, I mean, they had a formal interview this week last year at the Combine with Anthony Richardson. And yes, they are doing their due diligence, right? It's been widely reported. Caleb Williams, Drake May, Jaden Daniels, heck, even J.J. McCarthy, right? I mean, they requested all these interviews for formal sit-downs. At the combine, by the way, on Jaden Daniels. How about this? I was told thoroughly impressed in the sit-down, the formal interview with Kevin O'Connell, that Jaden thought, "Whoa, this guy is legit." For whatever that's worth, that Jaden was thoroughly impressed with Kevin O'Connell. But I'm just telling you, Phil. Like I just, I don't see it. If you resign Kirk, that you're moving up. Can I see them taking a quarterback high? Yes, but not in the top three.
1: Don't you go edge though? Then in in the first round because I'm I'm well, assuming probably a and they move up from the second gone. round
2: for whomever right late first or something like that.
1: I'm just saying like I the the one thing of, of all of the things uh, that were discussed at the podium between the press conferences with Adolfo Mansa and O'Connell their separate press conferences Tuesday. The one thing that struck me is daniil has gone. Like the way that there didn't you think that before that though? I did I did but like Tuesday especially with Kwesi, because he got fairly passionate, like about Jefferson, he got really passionate, which is odd for him. Like my, my main takeaways, which were just like total guesses going into Tuesday, my takeaways that I felt you, you could read between the lines, Dugues, on Tuesday, were the Jefferson thing hit a sore spot. Like he was passionate about that one uh, to to the point where, despite the fact that we are lied to on a regular basis, I think if if something happens that doesn't involve Justin Coming back here, uh, Quazy's credibility is basically shot. Like he was like, "This is what we're gonna do." Uh, I sensed on Kirk O'Connell was passionate. Quazy was businesslike, but I I'm buying in that he could come back. Like Kirk Daniil was basically dismissed as, uh, "Well, we know his agent. Well, we got a great relationship, and we really appreciate him." Bye. So that's what I'm saying is, I think to your point, if you bring Kirk back, right, guys? If you bring Kirk Cousins back. I think you have to take an edge and fortunately where they draft for them, I guess this draft's pretty good with edge guys. So that was my takeaway from Tuesday.
2: Absolutely. I mean, you could even maneuver down from 11. If somebody wants to move up for a certain receiver or offensive lineman that they target, you could move down from 11, still get a pretty darn good edge then accumulate other draft capital. But yes, I mean, whether it's at 11, you know, you move back from 11, Or maybe you move up from the second round. Maybe you go quarterback at 11, but then move up, you know, into the late first for an edge. But yes, I think it's pretty clear. I'm with you, Judd. Like I thought even before Tuesday, Daniel Hunter gone Chicago, Jacksonville, somewhere, that it's not going to be here, that he's going to chase because he didn't do it last time around. He'll go get the biggest money offer. The Vikings are not going to make him the highest, you know, financial offer that you need to go edge. I mean, to me, it's comparable to Daniel situation with Dalvin Tomlinson last year. Remember, they pushed back the void date. Yeah, They tried. Like, they wanted Dalvin Tomlinson back. They just couldn't compete with what the Cleveland Browns offered him. So, like, Daniel, I'm telling you. I've said this before. I'll reiterate it now. Daniel, I'm positive. Loves it here. Brian Flores thinks the world of Daniel. Like, Daniel, all things equal comes back here. But all things aren't going to be equal. Some team is going to blow him out of the water with an offer that the Vikings can't touch. Yes, I see Daniil Hunter elsewhere.
0: So can you just clarify for us here, too, in terms of timing? Because the, the timing of all of this is so fascinating with with Kirk and Deniel too. That the void date on those contracts is the first day of the league year, March thirteenth. The legal tampering period is the two days before that. So you can actually like top contract the two days before that. So yes, you can get, March with
2: March 13th, yes.
0: So but but what so basically now Kirk and Daniil's agents are testing the market now, I'm sure, over a cocktail well, in course. Indianapolis, yeah. but yeah. but you will officially have two days for them to test the market in the wide open spaces. If it goes beyond that point and they haven't agreed to a deal, do you think that rules the Vikings out? Because on March thirteenth, bang, on your books, twenty eight and a half million dead cap hit for Kirk, fourteen million dead cap hit for Daniil Hunter, right? Like is that is that the timeline we're working with here?
2: Probably, although I'm not like all the way there on Daniil. but like Daniil's going to come off the board within hours. Like, yeah, I don't think that's on, going to be a on long, the Monday the 11th, process.
0: right? Yeah. yeah, I
2: mean that thing's going to happen fast. I mean, logically speaking, if you're bringing Kirk back, the deal is done by then, right, Phil? Like you're not you're not absorbing that enormous dead cap hit all the while, then re-signing him thereafter. Like that just doesn't make any sense. Whatsoever, right? If you're re-signing Kirk, it's happening before that date kicks in with all that dead cat money.
1: Which is why it, it's imperative that and good for both sides that the tampering is happening now. Because, like, I I think this is the window. Forget March 11th. Uh, I think right now what we're seeing is the window when he finds out. And he might. And 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 again, because of the Achilles, because of the age, because of teams differing views of what they want he might find out it's not there. And I think in that case, he does come back. But yeah, this is, the Combine's important because of that fact. This is going to allow them a really strong point of reference to basically March 11th, come to terms with a different team or beat that void date and just come back
2: here. Is the possibility out there that there is a mystery team? Like I'm trying to connect dots. Like, if Atlanta a who would you you
0: consider a mystery? Like, are the Broncos a mystery?
2: No, I don't think so. No, I don't think they're a mystery. I don't know if there's a baseball like mystery. Carlos
1: Correa to the Twins. You know, baseball, we always get that. How about this one? Agents mystery. This would be confusing, but I haven't heard anything on this. What
2: about the Giants?
0: I mean, Ryan they've got Dable. so much tied up for uh, one more year in Jones. Daniel Jones.
2: Yep. Yeah, I mean, do they have the money? I mean, that's my point on the
0: Niners. Yeah. Well, the the Buccaneers are a mystery team. Because yeah. everyone assumes Baker's going back to Tampa, but no one's t- – it's funny because, like, no- Baker had a I mean, great going back season.
2: Yeah, I suppose if he does –
0: Nobody's then. talking about Baker right now. And he's a free agent, and he's, and he's in his prime. He's 29, coming right. off –
2: Except for Tampa.
0: He he's won playoff games. He has led teams that weren't supposed to go to the playoffs to the playoffs. It's it's yeah,
2: I'm struggling though to come up. Yeah. What about the Saints? I think Baker's back in Tampa. So I mean, I right. get it. You yeah, know what he's talking Clarkson about, him, but I think did. he's back in Tampa. It's hard to come up with anybody. Yeah. I think we've talked about them
1: all. And I think the question is change. are are the Patriots going to trade the three? Because if they don't, then they're out. Because they'll take a quarterback at three. Mm-hmm. I almost am certain of if they stay there. Probably. So, yeah. Well, they could take a receiver, but I think that they'll pro- probably
0: take a That's what I was thinking. How about the, hey, hey, how about the Bears That's as a mystery team? That's what I was just about to say. The trade? Bears. They trade Justin Fields, right? Oh, they're trading Justin Fields so they can, wait, is that is that Kirk's music I hear? Is that Creed? I'm going to tell bears. you
1: right now, a guy a guy who is coming off a torn Achilles who, who signed th- with the Bears to play at Soldier Field has a death wish. <laughs> it's some of the worst turf in the league.
0: Correct. Are you here to pour cold water on Kirk to the Bears? Thank you, I super, am here to, superhero judge. I am looking
1: that. after, I am trying to look after <laughs> Kirk and, oh. and Kirk's investments.
2: Oh, let's not like pretend like US Bank Stadium. Although actually, right now, if you head over new to turf. US Bank Stadium, they are installing the new turf. Right, yeah, there's a
0: scoop for you right there. So <laughs> and it's things far are changing.
2: Literally, if you walk into US Bank Stadium yep. this morning, you'll see that they're installing yep. the new turf. But let's not pretend like the last few years that US Bank Stadium was great turf. <laughs> yeah,
0: no, that's. Hey, we'll get to some more scoops, and you have a Timberwolves ownership scoop to give us here after we talk about the scoop of AG One that you should put in your water. AG1, I'm holding one of the travel packs right now, but you can see on the YouTube screen. There's the scoop right there. One scoop mixed with your water, either in the morning, maybe for me, it's more middle of the day, especially this time of year where we've got like 70 degree temperature changes, and you got the, you know, you just you, you got to make sure you're staying ahead of some of the things that could maybe be uh, infiltrating your immune system. But AG1 helps me fill my nutritional gaps and fortify my body so I can focus on the things that matter most, like scorching hot takes across Score North podcasts. If there's one product I had to recommend to elevate your health, for me it's been seven years using AG1. It's AG1, and that's why I've been partnering with them for the last year or so here on Score North. If you want to take ownership of your health, it starts with AG1. Try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3, K2, and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase. Go to drinkag1.com slash sports. That's drinkag1.com slash Sports sports okay reckless speculation thursday continues Reckless speculation. any other vikings things before we get to timberwolves and ownership doogie
2: well i mean i'm curious to see what happens here soon on harrison smith i mean his representation was connecting with rob Brzezinski at some point here midweek in indianapolis so what ultimately happens with harrison i think we all know that if he comes back it's not at the current number yeah right so does he have to take yet another pay cut took a pay cut came back last year is there another pay cut in his future, or does he simply walk away? Like, there's a bit of a mystery there. What takes place with Harrison Smith? But Brian Flores, my understanding, is absolutely wants him back.
1: Yeah, go, go out on top,
2: baby. Go out on top. Yeah, go that's going to be of what. I mean, he's already Vikings Ring of Honor. No, but I mean, he's Hall still he's... like you can make a right. case. I don't know if he gets into camp, but he started, started to decline a bit. It.
1: But he's certainly not bad. Don't wait till you're bad.
2: Go out yeah, and I think he's got at least another. Let's not try and force it, Dukes.
1: Let's not try and force yeah. it, okay?
0: I want to see him get a Super Bowl ring, either with the Vikings or somebody else. He should go and he should go and find a Super but Bowl ring. Not as a
1: shell him. of himself. Why are like, so, like, you so obsessed with Kansas players City, retiring? Hoping? Not as just a carcass. Uh, because he's he brought a standard that I want. What to does see it matter to you? Maintain. Who cares
0: if he goes and plays for the Chiefs what and wins a championship? Me?
1: My job is to sit here in my no, house it's not. in St. Louis Park and sling fastballs. <laughs> Uh, Duran-like fastballs, hot takes, and one thing I hate, you know, the smartest guy of all time, David Ortiz. Walked away, still great. After winning four World Series championships, though. Well, like, you can't like, force yeah. a title. Yeah. You can't force a title. Title's not going to happen. So Title's you'd rather happen. see Harrison Smith just leave instead of being maybe 50% the player and winning a Super Bowl with oh, the Chiefs. Yeah. That's oh, lunacy. If you if you don't know that, you don't know me. Well, I Peyton Manning, I, I'm do. telling you, that last— That last Super Bowl was one of the most pathetic things from a great player I ever saw. Just absolutely broke my heart to see that crap.
0: Anyhow, okay, Doogie, when are Alex Rodriguez and Mark Laurie going to own the Timberwolves? Why don't they own the Timberwolves yet? It's March 1st tomorrow. What's happening? Well, I mean, the question
2: is, Phil, right, come mid-June or late June when the Wolves win the championship, you know, who does Adam Silver hand over the Larry O'Brien trophy to?
0: Is that what the hang-up is? is Glenn's like, no, I want that. The majority
2: owner. Right? So will it be Glenn Taylor or will it be Mark Laurie? Or could it be Alex Rodriguez? Well, here's the deal. So there was a deadline pushed back from late December until today, the end of the day, right, heading into March 1st for the final payment to be made. Well, Glenn Taylor left me a voicemail on Wednesday saying the closing date is going to be pushed back. So it's not today. And he'd love to tell me when it's being pushed back to, but he doesn't know. He has no idea when the closing date will take place outside of it's not happening today Hmm. when it was supposed to happen today after it was pushed back already one time. So it's about to be pushed back yet again. The belief is Mark Laurie and Alex Rodriguez are still trying to acquire capital. You can have up to 25 limited partners. They are going to have a number of limited partners. Heck, they're going to have some silent partners. In the end, they may not even own, collectively, 51% of the team, right? There may be some silent partners, equity firms, that actually have more ownership than Mark and Alex. Certainly Alex, that I can tell you, right? So, it's just a continued process I do firmly believe it'll get to the finish line. Like there's just too much value in owning an NBA franchise. You think about the national TV contract in a couple of years. I still believe, a lot of people in the league believe, within the next 5 to 10 years, Las Vegas, Seattle, or you name the expansion markets. Maybe it's not Vegas and Seattle, but I happen to think it'll be Vegas and Seattle. Think about the expansion fees when that does happen. Like you want NBA ownership so I still firmly believe it is going to happen, but at this point we just don't know when. And it is weird—just the limited to little to zero interaction Glenn Taylor with Mark Laurie and Alex Rodriguez. Do we know like what's
1: transpired there to cause that? I mean, I don't rift is, is too strong, but like the disconnect, I guess, is the best word to use between. Well, I mean, I think guys Mark and are Alex is trying
2: to raise all this capital, and until you know they do. I mean, are in they, like, returning world, calls? What's there to communicate with Glenn?
1: But are they, like, returning calls? Is Glenn trying to call them and they're not answering? Is there, like, what's what's the... Alex it...
0: goes to almost all the home games. Yeah. That's the, like, they clearly see each other all the in the hallways Correct. at Target Center, right?
2: Yes. And, uh, hey, Glenn knows that Mark and Alex don't have the paperwork in for today, so that was communicated to him. But they're just, there's been little interaction.
0: Very little interaction
2: but it comes okay. down to mark and alex trying to raise more capital
0: okay so it's is it fair to just summarize all this captain obvious phil Mackey here that it's taken almost two years to complete the deal for a franchise that's probably a billion dollars undervalued compared to if it were to go out well three right so april of
2: 21 is when this whole process started right so Correct three me if I'm wrong years wrong on that but april of
0: 2021 mm-hmm. so my my summary am i right in saying that they don't have the funds. Like, well, I mean, this thing would the be, this thing the be done if they had the funds, right? Yeah, it would be right. That's what we've been saying all along. They don't have we've enough money to make aloud, the purchase. Do they
2: have the funds? So but I was telling you with Mark's background specifically. Yeah. Like it shouldn't be overly difficult. They've already found some limited partners, right? We've talked about some of them, right? You can find more like people one in. So I think it'll still get
0: done. But they're but going. Yes, why they're, it hasn't talking, gotten done
2: to this point, I don't have that exact answer.
0: They're talking to people that have a lot of money trying to get them to invest. Is it possible the people they're talking to are like, well, if you guys can't afford an NBA franchise at a billion five, well, maybe we'll just wait for the deal to fall apart and go get it. Go get the I mean, it's it's me. It's it's just weird. It's weird that it's been That's this long and they don't have enough money yet.
2: Well, I mean, it's been weird. Heck, going back a long time. Remember Steve Kaplan? Remember that fiasco many, many years ago? Had his partnership, ownership yeah. with the Memphis Grizzlies. Was we trying mm. to get out of that. We thought we're maybe Steve about. Kaplan would be the new majority owner of the Wolves. That fell apart, right? I mean, there's just there's been so many different twists and turns going back, heck, at this point, about a decade. When will Glenn sell? Who will he sell to? Yeah. Heck, this group very, very interested in overpaying for the Wolves, but guess what? They wanted to move them to Las Vegas. That's when Glenn stepped in and said, no, we're not doing that. It's just, it's been wonky. It really has. That's just the best way I can describe it. Dukes, is this all, and what
1: I'm about to say would actually be a credit to Glenn, not disparaging at all. Is this the one group he found that that agreed to keep the team here, basically, and, and didn't try to get outs? Like how... How much? Because, like, I I always go back to the guy that bought the Suns, Sheba,
2: right? Yeah, and he HBO. talked to Glenn at one point. HBO. Yeah,
1: but I mean, he he basically just, as far as I could tell from the report, wrote a check. Like yeah, he talked about the team.
2: Well, Utah as well.
1: Okay, I'm just curious about like clearly Glenn well, had like multiple Dallas. people.
2: Houston, right? I mean, there's been examples the last few years of transactions happening pretty fast. I mean, certainly Dallas, but yeah, Phoenix is. Yeah, the ultimate one. Yeah, I mean, Matt had conversations with Glenn. I mean, in hindsight, I wonder if Glenn, you know, has any regrets about not pursuing that a little bit stronger or where things were. I forget the exact timeline. Maybe things had already advanced with Mark and Alex where Matt came in a little bit late. But Matt did have some interest in one point in the Wolves. But, yes, I mean, that's part of just the wonkiness of all this. It's right. just been weird. It really has been.
0: Yeah. Uh, give us rapid-fire scoops here, Dugues, to to close out the last couple minutes.
2: All right. Not from Glenn, but somebody else with the Wolves. There is a decent level of optimism that the Marcus Morris camp, the Spurs, will actually come to a buyout here by tomorrow. That Marcus is making approximately $17 million this year, so there was no reason for him to take a buyout on February 9th or February 10th. but Deadline often spurs action that he's going to have to give back some money. But if you're giving back money, you may as well do it at the last possible date. No reason to do it on February 9th or February 10th. Yeah. So tomorrow is the deadline. Like if he wants to play in the playoffs, so the rule is you need to be free as of March 1st to then sign with a team, be playoff eligible. So the idea would be Marcus Morris would play in the playoffs for the Wolves. So for that to happen, Spurs and Morris need to come to some sort of agreement by Friday, by tomorrow. But just telling you, one person with the Wolves, let's just say there's still some hope. right? A lot of people have been wondering, is it going to happen? It's not dead. Maybe that's the best way to frame it. Marcus Morris ending up with the Wolves, that is not dead as of this morning here on Reckless Speculation Thursday.
0: Okay, there it is. Darren Doogie Wolfson, 5 Eyewitness News Sports Department here. Good stuff, dudes.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, all right. things are happening. Fun time of the year.
0: Yep, we'll see see you next Tuesday. We'll recap all the different things that have happened between uh, now and then. And you can find Doogie D. Wolfson KSTP on Twitter for any updates as well. Uh, Boys, before we wrap here, a quick pre-announcement. The Purple Daily Draft Party. So we already know that it's going to be at the Fillmore Thursday, April 25th, 7 p.m. Our podcast goes live, 5.30 doors open. At 10 a.m. on Friday at scorenorth.com slash party, tickets are available. Tickets are free, but you have to have a ticket. There's also a $100 VIP level package where you get premium balcony level seating at the Fillmore, access to the private bar and lounge, two drink tickets, a food voucher, a purple daily beanie. So that's the $100 VIP level. But general admission is free. Bonding with Declan. Yep. Very clearly. Yep. And, uh, and a pre-show meet and greet with us too before we go live for the uh, the live Purple Daily stream at seven o'clock. So mark your mark your calendar for ten a.m. Friday. Scorenorth.com/slash party. All right, boys. Happy Reckless Speculation Thursday here on Minnesota Sports with Hi, Mackie Aaron. and Judd.